0: is The Big Show on 97.5-1280, The Zone, in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show,
1: 97.5-1280, The Zone, hanging out at ARUP Blood Services. Come see us, 97.86 South, 500 West, right here in Sandy. Donate some blood, save some lives, hang out with us. Uh, We also want to remind you we'll be at the warehouse, Gordon, coming up on Friday Uh, So join the big show, 1967 South, 300 West, right there in Salt Lake City. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. And uh, it's been a lot of fun seeing all these listeners, people coming down, smile on their face, know they're doing some good. And joining the show right now, of course, the television voice of the Utah Jazz, not to mention our good friend, Craig Bowler, Jack Bowler. What well,
0: is happening? Jake, good to see you. Gordon, always, my friend.
1: Are you,
2: are I'm, you bragging about Bowler uh, being a buddy of yours? Do you go around saying, hey, you know? Lisa's pet <laughs> name for me is Bowler. I, I can tell you this. Every person I meet, I tell them that I'm buddies that,
1: Buller.
0: with Bowler. Oh, you that. guys. It's great to see you. I, I tell you, I, I was just saying off the air when we were doing the show, uh, this is really one of the great. Stops of all time uh, to come down and and uh, and donate and be uh, and really as you said, it doesn't sound like it's a big impact, but in. It, it will be, and it can be, and it, and it could be. I mean, those are all things you have to put it put into place. You donate blood, and you never know where that may go. I think it's great. A full
2: third of uh, of the contributions go to primary children. Yeah, it's pool. awesome. You can't beat that. Well,
0: man. plus when you come down, they treat you well. You got snacks. Famous Amos uh, chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. Uh, you've got your uh, Welch's uh, apple juice. Oh, you
1: got all kinds of stuff down you know. here. Yeah. And
0: you got some swag too, Jake.
1: Yep, all sorts of great jazz gear. And, I, and Lance always says this, and he's totally right. You know, while we're all enjoying barbecues tomorrow and enjoying the holiday and doing all that, there are folks out there going through the toughest time of their lives, and it kind of it, it humbles you a little bit and, yeah. and makes you
0: feel pretty good about what they're doing down Don't here. Don't think about it until it impacts your family, right? And then you go, "Thank you." And yeah. so, Lance, we'll talk to him. I know a lot today, but uh, he's Lance. How long have you been here now, pal? Thirteen years. Thirteen years doing that, fine running work. the show.
2: How about that? Yeah. Yeah, a Yankees fan, though, Bowler Yankees? <laughs> remember Pintar? <laughs> Royals? Brett? Pintar?
0: That was in the early ages. That was just robbery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Highway
2: robbery. How <laughs> old do you think Lance is? You uh, he, I, he looks back on the YouTube videos.
0: <laughs> Pintar. <laughs> he knows what you're talking Pine about. Pintar.
1: Uh, Bowler, you had a chance to hear. I, I had a chance to do that one-on-one with uh, with Emmanuel Moutier and I know you've been listening to the coverage and probably following the pl- press conference and all of that. What's your What's your first impression of him?
0: Well, you made a great point that a lot of jazz fans may not know. He's a little bigger than people may first think that he that he that he is, and I, I, I witnessed that just you know again when I've walked by him on the floor on the road, and I, I'm guessing six four and a half five, and like you said, Jake. Uh, You were impressed, again, with length and his ability, I think, to defend corners. And that's something I think that the Jazz, obviously, are are always looking for, is to better themselves defensively. But also a guy who wants to get better, uh, who was highly uh, picked in the draft. He's young, what, 23? And I think he really made it clear that, look, he could have started someplace else in this league. But he understands that Mike Conley requested recruited him to come here, and he thought about it and thought this was the best situation. Again, everyone always says the right things uh, in the beginning of their career with another franchise, but I can kind of read between the lines. I, I really don't think there's he blew smoke at you, more or less. You could hear, I think, that there is a real drive that he senses success here, and not only with Conley teaching him and mentoring him like he will Donovan Mitchell as well, but also the coaching staff, which they do pride themselves on um, getting players and getting them to be better uh, at, at their game. So uh, they love development. I think he knows that. I think the Quinn Snyder uh, word around the league is very strong in his favor of of a coach who understands his players, it, treats them as individuals, but also expects them to play as one, as a team. So uh, I thought it was great. It was a great interview. And uh, I thought uh, he's he's, again, my first thought was jazz DNA. Here we go. I mean, does he fit? And I think he understands the concept of what they're trying to do, also understands his role. And I'm sure the Jazz made that very clear before he decided to sign.
2: How do you think his role could expand, Bowler? I mean, what's the top end for this guy? Because he can play multiple positions. He's a combo.
0: He's a combo guy. And that's what the league's about, right? You don't put labels anymore on, on players, except if you're Gobert and you know what he is. Uh, a bona fide five, but uh, I, again, I don't think he's reached any potential. I don't know if he's really been that well coached. Not taking digs against, you know, the Pacers of past, but you know, I can just sense that he wants to be told, or maybe to be elevated to the next level. Because look, he came in as a top ten guy, and so that's a lot to live up to. Dante Exum's in that same boat, but yep. can he stay on the floor and stay healthy? So. You know, I think it's intriguing to see, you know, Exum and also Moutier part of this uh, this this idea of uh, of increasing their guard line, and we know already, we already know that Dante's a, a has length and intrigues people, but can he really perform at this level? We don't know. The Jazz, I think, just are waiting to see if they can get seventy five games out of Dante Exum and if he is actually now mature enough. Coming in at 18 is tough for anybody. I think anybody would yeah. would agree. But now is he is he mature enough? Does he have enough you know basketball savvy to understand what the role is? And also, he's got to have some luck on his his side, too. And that luck is staying healthy.
1: And one thing I was uh, impressed with, Bowler, is I think it's kind of fascinating to hear why these NBA free agents choose to go where they go in whatever reason. I mean, we've heard it all right. The weather, uh, going home, whether you're Kawhi or LeBron. Taking
0: my my talents to South Beach,
1: Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Can't imagine why. (laughs) No state taxes or or whatever the case may be. It it really stood out to me that the reasons he came is because he saw the team in the makeup and and saw the the potential uh, coach Snyder um, and what what he 's the system that he 's put in and and he said this in his press conference that that he 's seen players come here and improve, and he wants to come here and and make his game better. Those are three really impressive reasons to me not not superficial you know those are real
0: seems like thought out uh, reasons why he wants to be here i don 't think he came here for the cash per se. I think he projects that maybe down the road right because of what you just said jake and that is that he will improve here he will better himself and he'll be a more valuable player whether it's to the jazz or another team when the time comes so yeah smart move sometimes you take and you know everyone preaches this and no one wants to hear it but you do take a step back to take the two steps forward and i think that's what Moudier and his agent decided to do uh, i think it's a great compliment gordon that you know Quinn Snyder has after 5 years in this league jumping into his 6 that's the type of reputation he's built in a very short time that you know he can reach out and connect and also uh, you know I think Ricky and coach Q were on the same page but the Jazz just have to take it to the next level and with with Mike Conley and and Moutier's development you hope those that they made the right call and at least on paper it, it looks that way.
2: Follow what do you think of my prediction that Mike Conley will have the best Year of his career under Quinn Snyder. Do you agree with me or do you think I'm uh, reaching on that?
0: Uh, Let's see, 12 years at the position, and if health is on his side, I think he's he's at the absolute height of his career right now. I mean, and then the fall begins, about 34, if not before, for guards.
2: Yeah, he's 31 now.
0: He'll be 32 about the time we're maybe just into the end of the preseason or just beginning the regular season. I can't remember the date.
2: October 11th.
0: There, there you birthday. go. So it's it's about preseason, <laughs> the first week. Look at week of that! Look at amazing... the memory
1: on Gordon, like a steel trap. It's like over an elephant here. over there. Oh, I can't
2: remember what they did yesterday, but I know that for no, sure. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike Conley's birthday. Oh, got Edwards' birthday. and Stevie Young's birthday as well. Wow. Unbelievable! I am
0: amazed. Got to go on a trivia show.
2: <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah. All the stuff nobody—it doesn't mean anything to anybody. But uh, It's the oh,
0: birthday wow. show tonight. Sorry, Gordon Monson, but, but uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you know he he uh, he just he fits the jazz DNA,
2: and um, but in, in tandem with Quinn Snyder, yes, this is where I think. Uh, uh, I mean, Mike already knows. He knows so much about what's going on, and there will be an adjustment period. But I think with the adjustments that Quinn makes, and the second set of eyes saying, "Hey, Mike, uh, be aware of this," mm-hmm. or 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 Donovan likes it. I'm not even talking about statistically. Last year, what do you have? 21 points a game. I, I don't know whether he's going to get that, but I think his overall effect on a team is going to be. Large. You know, it's interesting
0: because how do you really judge? You know, we as fans and in, in the media, we look at numbers, right? We, we digest them and, and inhale them and say, okay, well, 21 points and 6.7 assists and the turnover ratio to the assists and, you know, and, and, and per 48. I mean, we can go on and on with analytics, but the bottom line is, will he do more than that? I'm going to look also over turnover ratio because the Jazz would get into trouble often at the guard line because of turnovers in very critical situations. Too sloppy baller. Exactly. So what I'm looking for too to the Jazz trim two or three turnovers, which equals more possessions mm-hmm. per game, which equals more shots. Who's that for? Is it a roll of the rim for for Rudy? Is it another jumper, three ball, or a dri- dribble drive to the la- in the lane for Donovan Mitchell? Or is it the fact that? Mike Conley takes an open look. Or does Joe Engel park himself in the corner and everybody disperses to go outside to cover Conley or Donovan, and Joe's wide open. How about Bogdanovich
2: over there in the other and corner? the other
0: corner. Take your pick. I mean, it's so exciting to think what could be. But again, on paper it's intriguing it's intriguing for most teams in the west right now i mean you guys have talked about that a lot since free agency opened up uh but i think again it's it's about chemistry it's about coaching and also it's about health but the jazz right now i think are on, are, are setting pretty i mean you can talk to anybody around the league and they want to look at the clippers and the lakers i get that they want to look at houston they want to look at oklahoma city because cp's down there um Uh, But I'm not sure the Thunder even are in the mix. Houston, for sure, because of Westbrook. But, you know, how do they get along? How how does the Harden-Westbrook combo really work? I I don't see it happening. I could be totally wrong. But on paper, it looks good, right? Just to see those two names? Right. You know, it it looked good last year with Westbrook and and Paul George and George Bolts. So, I mean, on paper, there's a lot of good-looking teams. But I think in the long run, I think... And again, I'm trying not to look at this because I'm close to the franchise, uh, what I do. But this team has the ability to make noise. I think a lot of people believe they are a, a sleeper to make a mighty strong run, not only in the West, but beyond.
1: All right, we'll get to, to more of this with Bowler coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. We are live today at ARUP Blood Services, 9786 South, 500 West, right here in Sandy. Don't forget about their uh, location up by the U as well, 565 Comus uh, Drive, right there in Research Park. Come on by and donate. We've had a bunch of listeners come by uh, already, but uh, Lance, it's the summer and demand is, is super high and we need everybody we can get. Yeah, I'm- Get you turned on here? Yeah, absolutely. Well, sorry, we're working on. It. I'm turning every knob I can find. <laughs> That's okay. All right, yeah, there we go. Lance, absolutely. hey, how's it going?
3: Hey, good. I'm here. So, uh, yeah, it's been busy at our hospitals. Uh, just yesterday, it was pretty typical about fifty eight patients, but twenty nine of them were from primary children 's hospital so that 's really unusual just because it 's about ten to twelve every single day at primary children 's and then to have twenty nine and so uh, the the need for blood for the kids is uh, unique. all the blood for any child who 's four months or younger or that 's having a heart surgery has to be donated within the last five days and so we're open every single day uh, holidays weekends just to make sure we get enough blood for all the kids that come into primary children's hospital or that gets you right in the heart
0: oh it, my goodness if you're close by you just got to make a turn or take a u-turn and come on down because lance how long is how long does it take
3: about a half hour to 45 minutes. We've got lots of beds, lots of staff. We know everybody's busy, and so we try to make it a good experience if you're going to take the time to stop by.
0: And, of course, juice and famous Amos chocolate chip cookies.
3: All you can eat. The best <laughs> snack buffet in the world. Hey, dude, Who does all the shopping for these
1: snacks? Uh, well, that's got to be a, a great duty. Like, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Do you go down there hungry? Like, ooh, this would be good. Yeah. So mm. you can get so, dinner so big time.
3: that Costco kicks you out and so they actually deliver to us now. Oh, I see. So, yeah, The giant truck every you single ever, week. Do
2: you ever sneak in here in the middle of the night, Lance, and just sort of graze on through that
3: buffet over there? No, because when you've looked at it for 13 years, <laughs> it's, it becomes the least desirable thing you ever want to look at. So, I see. You know. Been there, done that. Yeah, All exactly. Right. But on top
1: of that, we've got the, the movie passes, uh, gift card to the Megaplex, and uh, Subway uh, gift cards as
3: well. Yeah, come into our Sandy or Salt Lake centers tonight before 7 o'clock clock, and every single donor walks out with that $10 Megaplex gift card and a $5 Subway card for helping us save lives tonight.
1: And we do have some jazz gear. We have some hats, some shirts. That hat looks very nice on you, by the way. Isn't that a sharp-looking lid right there? Yeah, that's looking good. Good lid. Good good lid. Absolutely. 97, 86 South, 500 West here in Sandy, or, of course, up by the U, 565 Comus Drive in Research Park. Lance, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. All right. We'll have more of The Big Show with Bowler coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone gift card as well and we've got some jazz gear uh here for you and uh make sure you grab it just like those two gentlemen right over there did good looking thanks for coming in thank you guys for donating we greatly appreciate it uh bowler hanging out with us here live in person as well and uh gordon ask uh, ask bowler that question or i guess i'll ask it gordon asked me this the other day of the jazz signings saying that uh bojan and mike conley are kind of the primary acquisitions so outside of those two, kind of the secondary acquisitions, including Moody A and Ed Davis and Jeff Green, who who do you think will have the biggest impact?
0: Oh, that's 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 uh, thought provoking, there, guys. Uh, it really is. I mean, Ed Davis is really intriguing because he's kind of a, uh, a defensive bully and, and can rebound. And um, you know, I still think the guy that. Uh, You asked me about the the acquisitions, but I still think Dante, to me, is still the the guy that just intrigues me the most. If he can actually play at a high level on a consistent basis, and can he make shots? Uh, We don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you yes or no. And, you know, I should be able to tell you that after, what, going on his fifth season in the NBA but because of injury, we don't know. And everybody knows that. So I think all eyes, yes, will be on, on Dante Exum. And can he fill in the needs? Can he play the combo guard position like A? And I think that's one reason why that uh, Emmanuel plays an interesting role here, too, is because he can play the combo position. And if something goes awry with Exum, there's another opportunity right. for him to play those minutes so I think that's one thing you have to look at as well uh, the league is all about threes, Gordon's written about it multiple times and so that ability of Joe and Boyan to be out there parking themselves in the corner or off the wing or uh, can Boyan even actually come up and hit a trailer three, uh, we'll see uh, he's very intriguing to me as well. What about but, Jeff Green guys? I, that was my answer I, yeah. I thought it was Green. You know Jeff is a guy. You remember when he came out of college, he had a health issue, and that was taken care of. And he has traveled now what twelve years in this league, mm-hmm. and has always been a solid performer on both ends of the floor. I like his game. Again, I still think the Jazz did a marvelous job. Justin Zanuck running the show at GM with with obviously you know Dennis you know up above now in, 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 a, in that position. Uh, that they did a great job of of finding again the players that fit the system, and Green, to my mind, is that. Um, I'm so. Why is
2: that, Bowler? Because he can play multiple positions. Yeah, so he, did, I, uh, yeah. he, he can score. He can play some defense. Right. Uh, got a decent attitude. What, what is all it the specific? above.
0: I, again, from everybody that I've talked to in the league since all this came down and before, those those players are no surprise that the Jazz had their eyes on. Um, uh You know, there was a couple of others that they had their eyes on, but it just didn't work out that way. They've also decided to go a little younger with some developmental players, the three second-round picks. Uh, you know, Mione uh, I think is intriguing. Uh, there's, there's uh, all three of them have their upsides, and a couple have a pretty good NBA body, and maybe they get these guys in better shape because NBA shape is much different than just playing, you know, college basketball. Uh, And so, that they they have they have options, and I think they've they've reloaded. Uh, They have a lot of youth uh, that are going to play for the stars. And then another name that pops into my mind is Tony Bradley. Um, He played well in summer league here in Vegas. Yeah, double double, consistently looks to be in great shape. Not looks is. He's lost the weight when he first came out of college. But you know what? With Epe Udo's departure, there has to be that thought process of really who is it. Willie Green hasn't been mentioned much. Tony Bradley really stole the show, I thought, in summer league, especially in Vegas even more so in a consistent way. So I think there's so many multiple names that we're mentioning, but I think they all play big, big roles in what they do. Jeff, for sure. And I think Bradley as a backup, is he going to be on that roster? Because there will be nights, Gobert. You know, takes a seat for rest. Who fills in six to eight minutes a night, or do you go small? Faves is gone. You know, it's so. How does this all work? It's uh, it, it's, a, it's a lot of questions, but I think we'll get quick answers. And Gordon, you made the mention too. I don't sense there'll be a lot of downtime for the Jazz with Conley's IQ and his experience in this league. I think we'll see him make the transition to what Quinn wants, because. Of their relationship and because of who he is. Kind of a I,
2: coach on the court.
0: I think the transition will be smooth. I mean, there'll be a bump or two in preseason, but I think they'll hit the floor uh, uh, much quicker than, than most teams would when you have a, a change at the, at, a changing of the guard, so to speak. And I, I, I really believe that. I think Donovan and, and Conley should thrive as one.
2: What, well, a cha- what a change from last season when hardly anything got done. Everything was the same. Yep. And now this time around, Bowler, a lot is different. So do they have the kind of personalities, the kind of uh, – what's the word? Consci-
0: conscientiousness. Well, they have, they have veterans uh, in critical roles who I think are uh, teachable and guys who are willing to learn. And I think Quinn Snyder is a type of coach that gets your attention – Uh, And the the rules are set down quickly, much like what Sloan did. Different era, though, right? Mm -hmm. We're all in agreement there. Sloan did it a totally different way than Quinn Snyder. Inside out. Right. Right. And I think Quinn lays the ground rules down. Look, we're a defensive-minded team anchored by this guy, two-time defensive player of the year. You want to play? Grayson Allen had difficulties with that last year, and that's why we didn't see him develop as quickly as probably some would have liked. He was uh, a guy that played with Coach K, mostly offensive-minded, had issues in his mind getting back to play D. And so now you've got players that are a um, defensive-minded mindset, with Quinn Snyder directing the show, but also they got an offensive skill set, Jake, that really is intriguing. And they've improved themselves with uh, outside shooting. And I think also, again, there's the more possessions, I wouldn't be surprised to see the tempo. I know everyone talks about pace in this league, but I think you'll see Conley just a more confident guy at the point. And I only think that makes Donovan Mitchell a more confident, too. I really do. Well,
1: I think Mike being who he is is a big deal. Just kind of jumping off what you guys are talking about there. He's played for several head coaches, Mm -hmm. even though he's been in Memphis the whole time. I mean, he's gone through different head coaches. and, And talk about a roster that turnover over the past two, three years in Memphis. And he's been consistently good. I, I agree with both of you. I think he's going to to jump right in with both feet, and I acclamation period, sure, but I don't expect that to be long because he's shown himself to be adaptable throughout his career. At least that that's how it would seem to me. How do you think Bogdanovich will do in that in that specific regard? Oh, I think he's going to be open all the time. I think he's going <laughs> to love it.
0: You know what? Shooters are shooters, and I don't care. I don't know where they don't care where they are. <laughs> <laughs> they got, as long as they're open, the green light, baby, give it and go. And I, I think Boyan again the system of way this the the floor should open where you actually now have five defenders defending five guys, right? And so Conley what takes a concept, well, that's something. Conley actually takes a guy with him that opens Donovan. Donovan takes a guy with him wherever he goes. The double teams are less and few and far between. Yep. We saw many times during the playoffs in the final half of the season where they you know, lagged off Ricky and, and went to Donovan. Same Joe got crowded in the playoffs and couldn't do much outside the three-point line. So now you have guys who have open looks, and I think it's, it, there's a smile or two on people's faces because it, it
2: should be a good thing. And when you have those guys who can shoot like that, what does that say for Rudy Gobert?
1: Oh, he's going to have all sorts of room.
0: It's gonna be a big deal for
1: you him. He
2: led the league in dunks last year, Bowler. How much is he gonna get this time? He led around? the
0: league. He'll he'll uh, if if everything works out as planned, again. And with Conley's ability and Donovan's and Joe's ability to find that guy, they're pretty good passers on, up on top. I like to call it the lob. The coaches call it the high pass. Uh, it's still that little lob pass inside. Take your pick. Wait, right? What's
2: the difference between a high pass and a lob? I don't. Know. Nothing.
0: Nothing. Just verbiage.
1: <laughs> I, see, I, I, I'm with Buller. I think lob sounds better. Doesn't that sound cooler? Lob's it up
0: for two. Uh, yeah, I pass right. it for two. I, I just think it just kind of flows better. <laughs> Way better. I you totally know.
2: agree. Is it true, Bowler, that last year the very first thing accomplished in practice was the lob to Rudy? Yeah. Isn't, yeah. That, isn't that the story? Yeah, that's,
0: uh, they, they made a, a, a decision that they were going to implement a new type of style for Rudy and get him involved in the offense. Not just a guy as a decoy, just not a defender and a shot blocker. They're going to say, look, we've got to put you to work. And I'm anxious to see what he comes back with to Gordo uh, this fall. Uh, Is it a little sweeping jump hook? Can he face up and hit a six-foot J? Uh, Can he go a little baseline from five or six feet out? Those are all questions we'll find out together. But I think he developed more confidence with his game. It helped improve because he also got to the free throw line a lot because he was fouled on his way uh, or finished at the rim and we saw a lot of and ones for Gobert. So again, he's improved his free throw percentage somewhat and I think he'll continue to get better at the line with more opportunity.
2: Do you guys agree that his ability, his form at the free throw line is uh, or should be a harbinger of positivity shooting a little 10 or 15 foot shot? I mean, if you've got that kind of... He's got nice form. He does have nice it's form. It's not like yeah. he's even it up there. Well,
0: look how Shaq used to shoot like an orange on his fingertips. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was, he, he, it know, was. He was, fe- he was scared. I don't sense Gobert fearful at the line. And if you're not, then you're going to be calm. Your breath's in rhythm, and all of a sudden, everything just comes into play. And, you know, it's all about repetition. So shouldn't he be able to do that in live action? I mean, you would think. But again, live action, and I think uh, the confidence that he has shown that he continues to grow year by year in this, in this constant effort to, to reach great stardom. I mean, defensively, we know what he's about. What can he do offensively? That's what keeps him out of an all-star game, Gordo. I mean, I really thought about this last year. There were so many people upset. Was he short was he, uh, shortchanged? Yeah, I mean, he, he believes that. But also, when I watch the All-Star game, his style offensively doesn't, doesn't bode well with what these guys do. It's playground basketball, right? Right. For two hours. Gobert's a defensive-minded guy who does run the floor well, and he'll finish. But no one's really going to toss a ball up to him at the rim that much. It's all about threes. It's all about, again, well, it is a slam, slam, dunk, slam dunk fest. But again, I think his offensive game has to improve to get him to that next level of All-Star status. He is Craig Bowler, Jack gordon Monson, Jake Scott.
1: It is the big show. We're live at ARUP Blood Services, 9786 South, 500 West, here in Sandy. They also have their location up by the U, 565 Comas Drive, right there in Research Park. That's a little more convenient for you. Come donate. We'll hook you up with a Megaplex gift card, a Subway gift card, and we do have some sweet jazz gear as well. We'll have more big shows straight ahead right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
2: (laughs) Happy Tuesday. This is the big show. With uh, the biggest names in uh, hey, local Hey, hey, Just sports. take a
0: seat, pal. I'm here. <laughs> you
2: take it over?
0: I'm back. I'm back. I've decided for the rest of the summer I'm here.
2: Bowler I th- on I th- the Big Show, the original I, Big I toss, Show crew. I tossed
0: Jake out the door. Lisa's <laughs> pet name for me is
2: Bowler. <laughs> you know.
0: Lisa called and said, get on the show, Bowler. I said, I, okay.
2: I, she... <laughs> She she thought that was pretty funny. That's classic. Hey,
0: it's always great to be here. Jake, by the way, just to be honest uh, and be transparent as we have to be, Mm -hmm. uh, Jake's off. uh, He's off to uh, uh, the Pac-12 media day. You fired him, and but we did fire him. So uh,
2: Uh, that's what he looked like to me. He was. I tell
0: you what was amazing how quick he left. I mean, he just packed (laughs) and said, "I'll see you guys later," and didn't even ask for like an exit interview. He
2: is. He's flying out tonight. He's going to Pac 12 Media Day, doing all the interviews all day long tomorrow, flying back tomorrow night. Bowler, you know a little something about yeah, that's that. That's like the
0: old days of flying over to Hawaii and doing a BYU basketball football game and then coming back and doing Sports Beach Sunday. I've been in that chair before. How
2: did that How did uh, wipe you a little, out? A little, little. You were uh, younger then. Yeah, I was younger then. <laughs> well, I'm, Jake's young. Yeah, Jake, Jake can handle it. He'll be fine. You know? <laughs> so, seriously, Bowler, I need to, to know from you how. What is the level of your optimism for the Jazz? Because a lot of people hear us talk, and I've never been a homer, uh, but but I am high on this team. I'm high on and, this team. To me, it's not a matter of being any kind of homer, honk, or anything. It's looking at the facts as they are and understanding what this team might be capable of. Might be. I don't know. And you mentioned health earlier. That's
0: huge. It's huge. It's huge for the rest of the West and the East as well as we all know. I mean, it can devastate a team in a matter of a couple of plays and look what happened to Golden State. They lost not one, but two great stars with Achilles and an uh, ACL and Clay and, and KD. Uh, but of course, that's all gone. That's, they've all moved on and, and, and Clay signed. He'll be back in a year's time and we'll see what Durant can do uh, with Brooklyn. But you know, I, I'm trying not to look at this, you know, as for me, winning is fun. Winning makes my job easier. Winning brings fans not only to the arena, but also to the TV because they want to see the Connollys. They want to see Donovan. We're, we try to entertain, and it's entertaining, Gordo, as you know, mm-hmm. when guys are up on top of the rim or knocking down threes. It's a fun fest.
2: I, but, and let me interrupt for one second, Bowler, because I have corresponded with you when the Jazz have been at low points. You know, early in the season, the last two, couple of years, I remember talking with you on road trips when the Jazz were battling and, and, and struggling. It's no fun for you. It's no fun no. for you to be out there calling games where the Jazz are blowing no. leads at the end well, of the game. Well,
0: it's, it's no fun for uh, the fans. It's no fun for the coaches. And Quinn Snyder, you know, ages quickly. I mean, yeah. you know, then youth returns when all of a sudden you're They're starting winning. to win again. You look really <laughs> fresh and happy. And so do I. Because it energizes you. When you go through uh, a 10- or 12-game stretch and you may eke out one or two Ws, I mean, it's it's a long, tough haul. And you try to keep that positive approach, And you know, with Trav and mm. And uh, JB and all the rest, you, know, you have. Those and
2: are producers. Yeah, producers that that, that
0: are with us, and we have to try to say, okay, what what, if, what does a fan want to hear and talk about tonight? We always try to go into the fans' mind. Of, of what the storyline is. Is it negative or positive? Sometimes it is a negative, sometimes you find a positive out of a loss. You know, uh, somebody has come through, and George Niang, is he, is he, did he make a splash last night? You know, all sorts of stuff, but, you know, getting back to your original question, I am high on this team. I think, again, when you look at the large pi- picture, the puzzle that the Jazz have been working with now for several years under Quinn Snyder's uh, coaching tenure, is that the pieces now look to me to be much more filled in. Mm. It's what what he wanted originally to make to coach and to say, these are the guys that fit what I want and, and what I need to do and that 's what makes me excited about it because there 's shooters there 's defenders there 's ball handlers there 's playmakers. You put that in a puzzle, it usually comes together pretty whole, and you see the big picture, and I think that 's what i 'm looking at
2: yeah and it's, when you think about it really it 's kind of a miracle that the jazz were able to create the offense if they were it was never great. But pretty good considering they had guys. You that shoot. You wrote about it. You said it, I thought you said it well.
0: At times, Quinn had to manufacture offense, yeah. and it was difficult to do. But they did it off of, of, of defense. They did it off of uh, pretty consistent at times corner threes from Joe, and they were able to get some breaks and some and some plays and that roll to the rim mm-hmm. and the high pass, the lob, as I like to say to, to Gobert, which helped offset some of their offensive woes. So, now he's got the ammo. Definitely. I mean, He's he's got weapons that he hasn't had since he's been the head coach of the Utah Jazz. And I'm excited to get things going. Hey, before we get out of here, we've got to say hi to Lance one more time. We're at uh, broadcasting today from ARUP, uh, Blood Services. Lance, I've known you for a long time. I salute you for 13 years of hard work. And uh, right now, with the holiday upon us again, July 24th, tomorrow, uh, you need blood.
3: Yeah, absolutely. This is the way we're going to help out all the people that are spending their holiday in the hospital. And so just 30 to 45 minutes of your time and you make such a big impact. There's just so many people that come into the hospitals every single day. It's hundreds of people and only about 50 to 60 of them need blood, but sometimes they need a lot. I mean, on July 3rd, last time you guys were here, we had one patient that used 173 units of blood in one day. And so that's not Common, but you know, you just never know what's going to happen, and so we just want to make sure it takes over a hundred donations every single day just to keep up. We're the Soul Blood Provider to Primary Children's, Huntsman, University, and Shriners. You have two locations, two locations. We're open here in Sandy and also in Salt Lake City in Research Park, and you can come to either center. We're open till seven o'clock tonight. Every single donor that comes in before seven o'clock gets a ten dollar Megaplex gift card and a five dollar Subway card for helping us save lives.
2: So, Bowler, I gotta ask Lance, uh, you know, Jake was a little insecure coming in because last time we were here and Jake wasn't here, we had uh, we we're setting records, people coming in and whatnot. Are we keeping our head above water even though Jake's been with us today?
3: It, it was very impressive. Uh, ah. You know, Jake should feel pretty good. Bo- I, th- I
2: think it's because Bowler came in, but that's just me.
3: That's true. You know, 12, <laughs> 1280's got the magic. So, you know, the listeners are fantastic, and we appreciate all the, the community does to support and help out because it, it makes a big difference for for us and for the patients. You know, just and, kidding, Jake.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's listening right now. <laughs> Drove off the road. No, he didn't. Open yeah, hey, and, and by the way, you, you say here, too, all blood types needed before this holiday, but but... but especially A-positive and
3: O-positive. Yeah, and then they added B-positive this afternoon. They emailed me and said we had a big patient that was B-positive, so below minimum. What's the most common blood type? A positive and O positive. That's about 70% of the population. All right. And, so, so, and
0: that's the most what's in need right now, yeah. along with B positive.
3: Yep. Absolutely. And so a lot of folks who have those blood types kind of are like, ah, well, I'm going to have a common blood type. You don't need me. It's the exact opposite. We use your blood more than anybody else. So if you don't know your blood type, great opportunity to come down and donate, and we'll send you and a card. And what's the most find rare? Out. Most rare? A, B negative. A, B negative. Yep. Less than 1% of the population. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow, AB so negative. So all
2: you folks are special. I so guess.
0: if you're listening, Lance would like to have you drop by because you like to have that in in storage in case, right?
3: We need it all. all we right. need it all every single day.
0: Lance, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks for the help. Absolutely, Lance uh, from ARUP Blood Services and. Uh, Gordo, I guess it's your. Uh, you and I should just walk in there right now and just uh, lay down for forty-five minutes and uh, see what see what happens.
2: We, what would happen if we did that while we we're doing the show? I
0: don't. Did you get goofy, Lance, a little bit? You, nah. Hands did it once. Hands, hands, uh, hands well, went in, I in there. I mean, that explains That's a big, lot. <laughs> But Hans could give two pints and he'd be fine, you know? Yeah. Now, what they do, though, the beauty of it when you come in here, you have the treat line. So you come in here for famous Amos cookies. You got Doritos and Lays. All the juice you can put down to replenish what you just donated.
2: Yeah, it's looking good over there. All right. We'll continue on with Bowler. Stay with us.